Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. But I do want to do this, though. Yeah. Welcome to Crime Shots. I'm Joe. Oh. Oh, I'm Brie. Yeah. Yeah, you're Brie. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. It's a new one. <laughs> All right. What do we got? We're going to talk about one that we've already talked about because I didn't hit record. And now we're going to yeah, re-record Yeah, screwed it. up. Yeah. So. Hopefully this time we're not screwing up. Yes, but I, like I said, I still may pull some of your reactions from the last one because you didn't know the story before. Word. Because you did record. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we were talking about the murder of Stacy Stites. Yup. So Stacy Stites was born January 19, 1977 in Nueces County. Nueces. So, Nueces County's in South Texas, so, like, Corpus Christi. Right. Her childhood started in Corpus, but then her story bounces around a little bit. Yep. So, as a child, she lived in Corpus, which I said is in South Texas. She got pregnant when she was 15 and put the baby up for adoption. After that, her and her mother, Carol, moved to Smithville. Yep. And she ended up going to high school in Smithville. So, Smithville is east of Austin. East of Austin. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, random facts about Smithville. Go ahead. It's where the movie Hope Floats was filmed. There's a Guinness Book of World Records for the world's largest gingerbread man. They most recently filmed The Walking Dead there. And they have the Smithville Jamboree. Right. Which is like their local... Small town festival. So the Jimbery is like a... And they have live music, food, whatever. Dancing. Mm-hmm. And it was at this Jamboree where Stacy met Jimmy Fennell. Yep. Who was 22 at the time. And she was how old? Mm, 17. Yep. Because she was still in high school when they started dating. Um, and then she graduated from Smithville High School in 1995, and then Stacy and Jimmy get an apartment together in Giddings. Yeah. All which is also in the same apartment complex. Her mom moves there too. I don't know if they go at the same time, but eventually they all end up in the same complex. Seems fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Giddings around 30 miles northeast of Smithville. According to court documents, Stacy had actually been seeing other people prior to them moving in together. 
and I guess them moving in together just kind of sealed the deal. Like, okay, well, I guess we're serious. So they were dating while she was seeing other people. Yeah. Okay. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can say allegedly, however, they are in the court document. I mean, what kind of proof are we talking here? Is this hearsay or is this? Like, like everybody knew about it. Okay. Like those people that she dated, like were talked to. So there's no question at this point, allegedly, but no question. Well, I mean, he didn't know. She was. Jimmy didn't know. He didn't know. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. At least he says okay. he didn't know. She was screwing around. No, not necessarily. I don't think it was like. I think to her, it was like, okay, things aren't serious with us. But then when they moved in together, she's like, okay, maybe they are. Let me let me just stay with Jimmy. Does that make sense? So, according to the court documents, she stopped all that when they moved in together? Right. Okay. That's what her family and Jimmy says. I am following you. So, Stacy and Jimmy get engaged, and they're super excited to start their lives together. Jimmy is working as a rookie police officer in Giddings, and Stacy decides she wants to make some extra money to plan the wedding. So she gets a job at the H-E-B in Bastrop. The Heb. The Heb. So Bastrop is like between Smithville and Austin, like 30 miles west of Giddings. Mm-hmm. The best way to explain Bastrop is just the Bastrop fires. Everybody knows about those. Um, Bastrop State Park was caught fire September 4th of 2011 and burned 34,000 acres. More than 34,000 acres. Yeah. And burned for almost a month before. Burned forever. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And we talked a about it. time to burn there. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it. You remember when that happened. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Stacey started working at H-E-B. So people who don't know, the Heb is awesome Texas-based grocery store. Yeah. We were not, you know, Nikki and I were talking about that the other day is, you know, his, so the guy that started it, Henry. The Heb? His son took over. Yeah, his son took over like 10 years ago. Okay. And he's the reason it's so awesome now. It used to just be a regular old grocery store, you know, when we were kids. Yeah. But he's the reason all this artisan stuff's coming out, all this really? new stuff, their bakery and all that. The son is the one that's been improving the hell That out of it. is honestly what makes it so, like the H-E-B it products yeah. are what's so good. Bang. Everything's like homemade. Yeah. It's awesome. She decided to work at the Heb. Okay, so this is where our story gets conflicting. Um, people she worked with said that she was super stressed and that her happy life is not what it appears to be. Right. They say that something about her relationship with Jimmy was just off. Hmm. She took on a lot of responsibility for a 19-year-old girl that had just graduated from high school. She, I mean, she's she's working full-time. She is basically running a household. And planning a wedding. Yep. What does Jimmy do for a living at this point? He's a cop. Actually, right, right. Well, actually he, so he's a rookie police officer, i.e. he works in the jail. Right. So he's not, like, on patrol He's not at on this the beat point. yet. Right. Right. Um, so, anyway, her coworkers say that there's just something off about her and Jimmy, and they say that... She would be super happy and full of life, and then when somebody would bring him up or he would come around, she just, like, her whole demeanor changed. 
So specifically, there's a specific occasion that one of her coworkers says that they're all sitting outside and they're chatting and Jimmy pulled up in his truck and they say that Stacy just went white as a ghost. Like she was panicked and like walked over and like started talking to him. They all went inside, but they said that it was just unusual for somebody to that young and so should be excited about her engagement and fixing to marry this person. And it's almost as if she's terrified of him. Right. But I mean, obviously they didn't see anything. They didn't hear the conversation. They went inside. Right. Her family, on the other hand, her mom and her sisters say that there were never any issues between her and Jimmy. And Stacy never expressed to them any of these things that her co-workers are talking about. Mm. Her mom says that every time they saw him, they were always laughing and smiling together. They just seemed like they were really happy and in love. Okay. And we talked about last time, it's that's a little unusual that the family would think there's nothing wrong right. and the friends would be like, something's up. Yeah. You would think the family would be one of the first ones to see an issue. Right. Right. I mean, unless she's just really good at acting. I mean, unless they just, I don't know. Or your family sees what they want to see. True. It's a possibility as well. Okay. So from here, I'm going to set up a routine for you. I'm going to explain to you Stacy's routine. Mm-hmm. So Stacy would often leave home around 3 a.m. to go to work, which is odd it's, it is early, but she works at a grocery store. Grocery store. She got a right, stock and, and all that, right? And she works in the produce department. So I'm sure yeah. she has to unload trucks or whatever. And everything's, everything's got to be stocked before the store opens because H-E-B is not open 24 hours. Right. Um, most of the time, she would take Jimmy's truck to work. Just based off of the court documents going back and forth, I think that's the only vehicle they had. And Jimmy would often borrow Stacy's mom's truck. I mean, car. Yeah. Most of the time she would take Jimmy's truck to work. Plus, they live in Giddings. He's working in Giddings. It's probably a lot easier for him to get to work than her. Because she's having to go all the way to Bastrop. Every morning, Stacy would travel down Highway 21 from Giddings to Bastrop. To make her shift at 3.30. So, Highway 21 is... It's a long stretch of highway. And it... It's larger in some areas and smaller in some areas. But it is a pretty busy stretch of road. Not like an interstate, but it's not an empty highway. Right? Right. It's a terrible drive. Is it? Blah. I hate that road. I I hate the drive from College Station to San Antonio. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. I don't know why. It's, It's just the worst three hours of your life. Everywhere else, it's like there's stuff to see. I feel like that that drive, it's just nothingness you forever. You stop at the Bucky's and Bastrop? That makes everything better. No. That Bucky's is huge. Yeah. And it makes everything better. I know, but... But along with everything... Along with Bucky's having everything, they're also expensive they as expensive. hell. Like, beyond retarded yes, expensive. Yes, but you can, you can... I think I paid... I think I paid 30 bucks for an iPhone charger, and it was like a cheap piece of crap. Oh my goodness. So, um, yeah, I don't, you know, I'll go there and eat every once in a while and grab some stuff. The but best barbecue. I don't prefer they it. They have the best beaver nuggets. 
and mm-hmm. they have the cleanest bathrooms you'll ever use in your whole life. True. If you gotta go boom boom, go to Bucky's. Hundred percent. You know what? If you're going through yep. Texas, go to a Bucky's. Oh yeah! If you've never been to a Bucky's, you're gonna have to stop and check it out. They got. Oh my gosh! I, mean, I saw a TikTok the other day everything. where this family not from Texas, they're like, "We're stopping at yeah, Bucy's for the first time." Yeah. So she wake up, go to work. Okay. When her shift was over, she drove home and she did the stereotypical wife duties: cooking, cleaning, laundry, you name it. And during this time, she was also in the process of planning her wedding, right? Yeah. So that's her routine. Right. On the morning of April 23rd, 1996, officers note a red truck in the parking lot of the high school in Bastrop. So the high school is off of Highway 95 going toward Elgin. So like Austin, like going toward Austin. Mm -hmm. The truck is... An S10. So it's a smaller Chevy. Yep. So officers go over to check it out. Um, and like I said it, before, it can only I can only assume that it was really early hours because April 23rd, 1996 was a Tuesday. And there probably was school that day. So for them to notice a truck in a parking lot, it had to have been fairly empty. So I would only assume it was before school started. Right. Um, so they go and look at the truck, and it's locked. They notice a broken belt and some other things on the ground outside of the truck. Officers make note of it, but ultimately move on. Gotcha. A little while later, Stacy's mom, Carol, gets a call from the HEB saying that Stacy never showed up for work. Right. Um, don't call my mom. If I don't show up <laughs> for work, do not call my mom. If I'm a grown-ass adult... And I have a significant other that I'm living with. Don't call my mom. Yeah. It was a little weird. I mean, would you want your people to call your mom? I mean, the only thing I can think of is this is still, it's still pretty early in their relationship. And who's to say they didn't call him first and he didn't answer? No, I don't think they called him first. Okay. Because these are people thinking that something's fishy about Jimmy anyway. So I think that they originally just called his mom. Her mom. Carol calls Jimmy to find out what's going on. Jimmy says he remembers her leaving for work and maybe the truck broke down or she got a flat tire or something and that she's stuck on the side of the road. Since they lived basically next door to each other, Carol and Jimmy load up and head towards the Heb, make sure Stacy isn't stuck on the side of the road somewhere. So they would, they retrace her route essentially and they can't find her. Naturally, they report her missing. Hmm. And that's when officers from that morning remember the truck they saw. Yeah. And, yes, I find it odd that they didn't automatically run the license plate when they saw it parked. But Right, and contact somebody and find out what's going on. Because that's a chaotic scene. That's crazy that if there's stuff laying outside the car or the truck, right? it, it almost screams right. foul play. I mean, I feel like, I feel like in... In a small area, right, where the officers would notice that, oh, that truck's out of place. There shouldn't be a truck mm-hmm. there. Enough for them to go up to it and make note of it. Right. But they don't run the license plate to see who it belongs to. Unless they know already. We'll find out. Moving on. 
Um, so officers tell Jimmy to meet them over at the high school. Jimmy brings his truck keys, like so, like the spare keys, I guess. Um, and it is his truck. Yeah. So an investigation starts immediately. Having Jimmy there, they're able to rely on him telling them what's out of order or if he notices anything unusual. He notices uh, the broken belt on the ground, and he says that is Stacy's belt. One of her earrings and a shoe is on the passenger side floorboard. Just one earring and just one shoe. Yeah, that's foul play all over the board. Like craziness foul play. On, on the ground... Yeah. Out, I know. <laughs> on the ground outside of the truck was a piece of Stacy's broken cup. Like, I guess, you know, a lot of people do that. They have that specific cup that they use... Mm-hmm. And so I guess Jimmy says that it's her cup and it's a piece of it. Maybe it was a Bucky's cup. You know what? It could have been. There was some type of substance on the floorboard of the truck appearing to investigators to be bodily fluid. And this is passenger seat, middle, driver's side. This, Where was this? is in the center above the, like in the hump. Yeah. Okay. Right. So right in the middle. Yeah. Between the two. Right. But in the floorboard. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Later that same day, around 3.30 p.m., the body of a woman is found on a dirt road outside of town. Law enforcement confirms that it is Stacy. So as I said, Stacy would travel from Giddings down Highway 21 to Bastrop. Right. Directly off Highway 21 is FM 1441 which is closer to Bastrop than it is Giddings. Okay. FM 1441 will take you to Lake Bastrop. And then off of that is a bunch of side dirt roads. Mm-hmm. She was found on Blue Bonnet Circle, which is one of the side dirt roads. Yep. So it's fair to say she made it more than halfway. She did, yeah. Or at least the body. She was found more than halfway between Giddings right. and Right. Bastrop, yes. She was closer into Bastrop. Technically, she was in Bastrop, just outside of the city limits. Mm-hmm. Like, headed towards the lake. Yeah. Alright. We'll describe the crime scene. Is that picture still in there? Yep. Okay. We can see the dirt road, and then, basically, what we're looking at is a picture of, it's a dirt road, and then you're seeing um, like, the wooded area next to it. Right. So there's a dirt road, there is a piece of a belt laying on the side of the road, and then there's a bunch of brush and then trees, but in the brush you can see colors? Yeah, it looks like it looks like blue jeans. It looks like blue looks clothing like clothes. just kind of strewn around. Right. Okay. Yeah. Essentially the body is behind where those where you see those what looks like clothes. I'm not saying it's clothes, but... Right. Whatever that is. You can tell that it's not green. Right. Okay. Definitely unnatural. Whatever it is, if you drove by, you're going to see it. Like, it's not... Yeah. It almost... Yeah, it almost looks like... Like, if I was driving by it and I saw that, I'd be like, who, who threw trash out? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I would think somebody threw their clothes out the window. Yeah, it looks like somebody threw a bag of clothes into the, into the woods. Kinda, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, her body is right behind that brush yeah. that you see. She She's found face up. She's wearing a black bra, but no shirt. She has on blue jeans, 
but they're not buttoned and they're kind of not Disheveled. pulled up all the way, but not down. Mm-hmm. Um, like somebody pulled them down at one point and then pulled them back up with almost care. like almost like if you if you like had pulled pulled your pants down and were in the process of pulling them up and tipped over. Right. Okay. She has both socks on and only one shoe. Yep. And I think it's important to note that she, her socks are white and they are not dirty. Mm-hmm. But she didn't walk there. Right. I can visually see from her from the picture she has marks on her wrists and her neck. Not this picture, a different picture. Yeah, I'm not going to send you that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Evidence. Evidence. All right. So they have Stacy's belt that had been broken. They have now they have found a piece of it by the truck at the high school and then in on the dirt road where her body was found. Okay. Okay. They collect fingerprints from the truck. They collect what they believe to be bodily fluids from the truck as well as Stacy's body. Gotcha. The shoe on Stacy's foot matches the shoe that they find in the truck. Nike high tops. Of course. That they didn't think anything of. And her name tag, her HEB name tag, was tucked behind her knee. Mm-hmm. Like pinned behind her knee. Not pinned. Like well, it was not just pinned, but pinned like held there by the fact that her knee was closed over it right yeah yeah um and then they find her heb shirt not too far from her body and they also find a white t-shirt in the bush nearby Mm -hmm. as much as i would love to say this is all they collect from the crime scene I don't personally believe so. This is all that's in the court documents, but based just based on the picture, there's more stuff there. Right. Because they don't mention any of the blue stuff that's in this bush. Right. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> right. For sure. Right. So the autopsy was was performed by Roberto Bay Bayardo mm-hmm. in Austin. And they did the autopsy the next day, so on the 24th. She was found on the 23rd. They do the autopsy the next day. There was a note that got that came with the body. And basically it's from the investigators of the crime scene that explain what they kept. Yeah. Um, it says, we removed the following, the following from the body of Stacey Stites. Left air Nike shoe. One pair of socks, green cotton bikini panties, they were wet, blue pants, pants like blue jeans. pants, they were wet, black bra, four swabs taken from vagina, and two swabs f- from each breast, and tapings of pubic hair to remove any loose surface area. Mm. Right. Basically, the investigators at the crime scene are able to take all of the first bit of evidence, if any, left behind. Yeah. Okay. They did leave her knee brace. So so. they took all her clothes off and they left the knee brace on. 
Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. it says, please remove and submit the following for analysis. Um, and then it lists all these samples that they're requesting for her, them to get, which is basic head hair samples, pubic hair samples, more swabs, that kind of thing. Yeah. They also sent pieces of a belt that they found saying that the pattern of the belt appeared to match the pattern of the wounds on her neck. And so they're wanting the uh, doctor to confirm that in the autopsy. Yeah. Because it's a potential murder weapon, right? Yep. So when she gets there, the medical examiner notes that uh, it is a nude body that arrives in a plastic bag. Um, they explain all of these different things with, like, her height, her weight. Uh, they measure her head, her hairline, her hair length. I mean, it's it's really, really detailed. Right. Well, it's an autopsy. I mean, that's what they do, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess you don't think about it until you're actually reading an official autopsy. Mm -hmm. And you're like, dang, like, they literally just start at the top on the outside and work their way down in, until they get to the inside. Oh, well, you got to think. They have to do that in, in order for them to see every single aspect. Because once the body's gone, the body's gone. So if there was some type of crazy killer that, you know cut everybody's hair before they killed them or after they killed them. You know what I mean? You would yeah. want to know that type of thing. I mean, even, even small stuff, you're never going to get that evidence back until, you know, unless you record everything. Right. So, right. I can see it. Yeah. They're going over this and I'll just try to, I'll try to cover the uh, unusual things. The less it says the left side of the face and left ear were covered with a post mortem appearing almost third degree burn. Mm. This area of burning measured six by three inches. Yeah. The neck was short and thin. Across it there was an irregular ligature mark which said, extended from You said the neck was short and thin? Uh huh. Meaning her neck was short and thin? Uh huh. That is a weird description. I mean... You've got a short, thin neck. I would like to have a short, thin neck. Interesting. If somebody puts a belt around it and squeezes real hard, it might thin out a little bit. We're not saying that anybody put a belt around her neck. That's assumption. Oh, no, no. Objection. Hearsay. <laughs> got me. <laughs> um, across it there was an irregular ligature mark which extended from the posterior margin of one of the <laughs> sternocleidomastoid muscle Sterno... yeah I nailed it yeah sure I nailed it that is the neck muscle it's the one that goes behind your ear down to your shoulder so for those that don't know when you lean your head to the right and you're stretching your neck right you're stretching yeah. that muscle Go the other way, stretching that muscle. The sternocleido. Yeah, mastoid. Why do they call it that? Sternocleidomastoid. Clidomastoid. Okay. Cl yeah, I don't know. Um, so it extends one, from the post posterior margin of one of the sternocleidomastoid muscles to the other. Mm -hmm. And this was a what? What? What was there? A irregular ligature mark. Gotcha. Like a like like somebody strangled her with a belt. 
it's possible. Mm-hmm. In the front of the neck, this mark was below the level of the cricoid, cricoid cartilage. Mm-hmm. Cricoid? Chrysoid. Anyway, this mark measured up to five eighths of an inch in width and had an irregular dry base. Mm-hmm. So the cricoid cartilage would be basically what an Adam's apple would be for a guy. Right. So that area right there. Okay. Cricoid, 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 like farquad. Uh, and Lord this is what's Cry-quad. really important. Go ahead. What's really um, important? Hit me. Hit me with the important shit. This ligature mark was composed of numerous close together angulated superficial linear abrasions. Like a belt. Like a woven belt. This mark had a similar pattern as to that of a braided blue leather belt which was brought to the examination. Yep. Seems legit. On the lower medial portions of each of the breasts were post-mortem appearing almost third-degree burns similar to the one on the face and measuring up to three inches in dimension. Somebody's trying to burn her. Somebody, and this is after, so somebody tried to burn the body unsuccessfully. That's what it would appear to be. Yep. And then it goes on to talk about um, she has some some scratches, abrasions, and insect bites that Mm. could have been caused... Pretty much from anything, but they're likely post-mortem. Yep. The vulva and vaginal introitus was that of a non-virginal marital type. There were no fresh injury. There was no fresh injury. Okay. The lower extremities were symmetrically developed and scattered on them were post-mortem appearing multiple abrasions. So that's that's on her legs. Okay, so on her legs were post-mortem abrasions. Right. Okay. Understood. And then on her left thigh were some bruises. And on uh, her upper, uh, her right knee and upper leg, there was another post-mortem appearing second-degree burning, measuring four inches in greatest dimension. Okay. So she had burns on her face? Face. Her chest? Her side. Her, like her side. Right. It was okay. on the side of... The side yeah. of her abdomen and right. on, her, on her thigh. And on her thigh, yeah. Okay. They did take samples of everything. And then, it, you know, they do the inside and all that kind of stuff. So the diagnosis says ligature strangulation, congestion and edema of lungs, congestion of... Viscera, linear abrasions of dilated anus, bruises of skin, and postmortem bruises, abrasions, and burns. Mm. And then it says, quote, It is my opinion, based upon the autopsy findings, that the decedent, Stacy Stites, came to her death as a result of asphyxia due to ligature strangulation associated with sexual assault. End quote. Yep. Do you have any questions? None at the moment. I feel like you had questions last time. Well, I think we kind of gotten a little further into the weeds on the uh, sexual assault scenario that 
I don't know. I, I feel like it's already kind of been laid out, right? So strangulation associated with sexual assault. So one way or the other, there was a sexual assault of some type, and then there was strangulation. So I feel like that's pretty straightforward and to the point. Allegedly. Alle- well, according to the the autopsy doctor, which is pretty... Well, I mean, I think, in my personal opinion, and I'm not a doctor, but I don't see where he can get the whole associated with sexual assault thing. Well. Because, other than the fact that she was found naked, mm-hmm. I mean, it's he said that upon reviewing or examining that area, that uh, there was no fresh injuries. Other than the abrasions on the anus. Yeah, but he doesn't really talk about that. Other than his diagnosis. Right. So. I mean, all we have is what we have, right? All we have is what he said and his notes. This is what he said. Mm Mm-hmm. The anus was dilated, and in its posterior margin, there were multiple longitudinal linear Mm -hmm. abrasions. Yep. Based off of the autopsy, right, the insinuation is that she was sexually assaulted in her anus. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay. That's fine. We're going to bring up an exhibit later that's going to refute that testimony. Okay. While all this investigation is happening, authorities start asking questions. So, investigator David Board is assigned to interview Stacy's friends and co-workers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to break it down as best as I can. Investigators interview Jimmy and Carol, because, as we know, we have to suspect the family first. Jimmy says that the day before, she had gotten home from work in the afternoon, just as usual, and went to Carol's apartment, apartment which I said was, like, next door. Mm-hmm. Jimmy got there not long after in Carol's car. Okay. So the three of them make plans to about transportation the following day. Jimmy says he has something to do, and Carol needs, uh, Stacy needs to take the truck to get to work, and so it's a whole thing. So they finalize that, and then Jimmy and Stacy go home, and Carol stays in her her apartment. Jimmy says he had gone to a basketball practice, and then got home around eight thirty that night. Ooh. I don't know if it's like, uh, I don't know if he coaches like a little league thing or I don't know. When he got back from basketball practice, him and Stacy take a shower together and then she goes to sleep around 9 p.m. and he stayed up to watch the news. Okay. Jimmy felt it important to note that while they did take a shower together, there was nothing sexual in nature. Hmm. That's suspect in general. Well, let me explain. See, Stacy was on birth control pills, and Jimmy says that she was at the vitamin point of her pills, Mm -hmm. which means there was a higher probability of her getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just so you know, there's Mm -hmm. not a vitamin point in your pills. Right, right. There is a placebo point, but... But it doesn't up your chances of getting pregnant. No, it basically puts you into menstruation. There you go. 
to be fair, to be fair. Okay. I'm sure that's the story she told him. Or. That he's not going to come up with that on his own. He, so he says that it's on her prescription bottle. Hmm. Um, which is a What's lie. he doing reading the prescription bottle? Yeah, well, it's a lie. Um, and also. I mean, but again, that could have been a story she told him. Right. That so could have been the. Here's two, there, there's two options. Either one, um, he's lying. Or two, that's what she told him to avoid. Yeah, right. It's it's the alternative to a headache. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it can't be the alternative him lying. to I, a headache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't I can't see that being him lying, though. I, to me, that's a that's a weird one to come up with. Like, you don't just come up with that unless you're told that as a dude. Right. As a chick, maybe. Sure. Exactly. But as a dude, that's not going to be a, a factor. Yeah, right. You're not going to think about anything like that. Yeah. So. So that, but that also says something about Stacy. If she did tell mm-hmm. him that, um, there's obviously a reason she's not wanted to, mm-hmm. to be intimate with him. Mm-hmm. Jimmy was given a polygraph test, in which he was asked, "Did you strangle Stacy Stites on four twenty three ninety six?" His answer was no. The other question, one of the other questions was, on 42396, did you have any sexual conduct with Stacy Stites? He answered no. Both of those particular questions, he was found deceptive. Yep. So, uh, they fold him up and put him in their back pocket for now. Investigators interview friends and co-workers the day after the murder. Right. And they, so they go and talk to people at HEB and Bastrop. Gilbert Galinda, Candy Reese, Anita Castro, Johnny Shannon, Denise Gortz, Victor Juarez, Wayne Moore, Virginia Brager, Daniel Wick, Audra Baxter, Susie Muth. Um, All of them arrived at work on time and saw nothing. Mm -hmm. Andy Cardenas arrives at work at 3.30 a.m. and noticed Stacy wasn't there and informed the other employees because they felt that it was odd and noted to authorities that a strange skater boy was in the parking lot the previous day. Strange skater boy. Yeah. And nobody knew the name. They just... Strange It's probably boy. one of those things they're all getting to work and there's this dude in the parking lot skating and they're like, that's weird, it's 3.30 in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they just noted it. Okay. Leon Terrazas was interviewed, but he wasn't at work that day. George Blackmore went to work and then left for an unknown reason. Abraham Escobar didn't, he was interviewed, but he didn't work that day. Uh, Aurelio Garcia says that Stacy had, they were there but didn't see anything, but they noted that Stacy had recently been complaining about an ex-boyfriend from Corpus. Hmm. And then uh, Daniel Jones was interviewed, but he didn't go to work that day. Edward Hoffman uh, got into work at 7 a.m. and heard, by that time, Stacy had already been reported missing. And so he heard that, and then, um, he sorry, he got off work at 7 a.m. So I'm assuming he worked the night shift. Right. And they were all talking about how Stacy was missing. So on his way home, he backtracked the route she would have taken to try to find her, but he couldn't find her. Right. That's what he tells authorities. Hmm. 
and since authorities believe that it is a sexual assault case, they go ahead and pull all the people in the area that have previous sexual assault cases. So they pull two. Parnell Barnett, who was a witness to a sexual assault in 1994, and then a suspect in a sexual assault in 1995. Mm. And they pull Rodney Reed. And he had sexual assault cases in 87, 92, 94, 95, and again in 95. And to be clear, they pulled everyone with sexual assault allegations in the area. And these are the only two that they pulled. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so yeah, so Rodney's got all of these, but none of these go to trial. All of these cases were ended up being dropped, so... Heather Flanagan worked with Stacy at HEB. She told authorities that Stacy was so nice and she was a bit of a flirt and Jimmy was real jealous and that they would set a date for the wedding and then call it off and set a date and then call it off. And Stacy would never really say why. Hmm. Tammy Haneth told investigators that Stacy was always so fun Uh, But Jimmy wouldn't let her go out with her friends or talk on the phone. Tammy says she even remembers a time when Jimmy slit her tires over it. Were her talking on the phone or going out with friends? I guess she was threatening to go out with friends and he said, no, you're not, and slashed her tires. That's possible. Uh, But here's the thing. Um, I didn't read anywhere where Stacy had a car. Interesting. So he slashed his own tires? You see what I'm saying? It's weird. Doesn't seem like it rings right. true i mean i don't know but tammy says that that stacy would always set a date for the wedding and then call it off and she never would say why ronnie reveal says that he had coffee with stacy on wednesdays and most recently she had told him about her problems with her boyfriend and his quote violent temper mm. rewind just a touch reveal she went and had coffee with him on wednesdays yeah and this is a dude. Yeah. So she's just going out on Wednesdays and having coffee with a dude. It may have been like she had coffee with him at lunch or, you know what I mean? Like, she could, they could, it could have been something at, at AGB. It just so happened that they were having lunch. It wasn't like a weekly coffee date. No, I don't know. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm saying it could be. I'm not saying that she necessarily went somewhere specifically to meet up with Ronnie and have coffee with him, but I'm not saying she didn't do that either. I don't know. Ronnie just says that they had coffee on Wednesdays, and most recently she had... If you have coffee on Wednesdays, that sounds to me like a scheduled thing. Not, we we had a coffee on a Wednesday... It's right. we had coffee on Wednesdays. No, yeah, I get it. For a chick with a a possessive boyfriend, fiance, mm-hmm. that's a weird one. Right, um, but remember, several of her other friends say that she was super flirty mm-hmm. and stuff. So well, but there's it's... flirty, and then there's coffee dates with dudes. This, no, I get it. That's I get beyond. It. Yeah. Okay. And then she was complaining about her boyfriend this last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the funeral where Stacy was laid to rest in her would-be wedding dress, authorities set up hidden cameras. Um, and they didn't really see anything. 
So what happened? The only thing out of that was unusual that they did catch on mm-hmm. the cameras was Jimmy goes up to the casket and leans down and says, you got what you deserve. You know why, though? It's because yeah. he was mad that she told him that it was the vitamin part of the pills. He figured out that he that it was a lie and he felt stupid. So that's uh, why she got what she deserved. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's all. It was innocent. No big deal. Or maybe Stacy's mom really has got it going on. That too. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> You suck. You're over here stealing my jokes. I know. I forgot about that. We haven't really talked about Stacy's mom, though. So we don't know if she's got it going on or not. I was waiting on you to say it. Well, because you haven't really brought up Stacy's mom. I guess the one time. I don't know. Okay, they're left to kind of just wait on results of the evidence that they find. Mm -hmm. Fingerprints collected from the truck are found to belong to Stacy and Jimmy. The shoe on Stacy's foot, foot obviously matches the shoe that they found by the truck. Hmm. Her, oh, the white shirt found in the bushes near her body belonged to Jimmy. They don't really say anything about the bodily fluids in the truck, and I can only assume that's because nothing comes of it. Like, the, it's either contaminated or maybe it's not bodily fluids at all. Mm-hmm. They did retrieve swabs from her body, and the swab from her vagina contained very small traces of semen. When I say small traces, I mean like three swimmers. Yeah, like barely any, barely any. And I did not realize until just now, they took swabs at the crime scene. So these three swimmers are from the autopsy. Not the swabs from the crime scene? Right. The swabs from the crime scene, because I remember reading this, the swabs from the crime scene were inconclusive. Right. Allegedly. Why wouldn't they go with the body, though? I would feel like if you're going to do an autopsy, you're going to want all the information. The swabs from the crime scene would be part of that information. Anyway, so those three swimmers... Well, let me let me interject something real quick, just because I was curious, so I had to look it up. Oh, one God. drop of semen. How many swimmers do you think are in, is in one drop? In one drop? One drop of semen. A thousand. Uh, hell no. How many are in one drop? At this point, apparently 50 years ago, it was twice as much as it is now. But that's neither here nor there. At this point, on average, it's about 180 million. Wow. That makes sense if you're looking at it through a microscope. So if you're talking about three. Three swimmers. Now, don't get me wrong. Remember, we talked about the, the court documents discussing the reports of the DNA. And they talk about how there there's heads but no tails, or there's this. So there were only three full swimmers intact that had heads, tails, and were moving. Mm-hmm. So mm. that that's what they have to have to be able to run DNA, apparently. Right. Anyway, um, so the three, it was enough to run DNA, and they have a match. 